Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, you're welcome to join us. We're going to talk about car, car repair, things to avoid, things that are good, all that kind of stuff. It's important that... It's not important, but if you want to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. There's five. So you got a one in five chance right now. Maybe there's a dispute between you and your wife about something. Maybe you want to ask the difference between unleaded and super unleaded. And what kind of a difference is it going to make to your car? And is it really true that giving your car super unleaded, it means it's going to love you longer and make it last longer. So those are the kind of questions we can determine. And we can talk about Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. Been around a long time, since 1983. I've known Tom since 1983. He has ASE Master Techs, and he wants to get the job done right. So if you're anywhere near the I-17 in Deer Valley and you don't have a repair shop, may I suggest Action Auto Repair. In 1988, um, on another radio station here in the Valley, I started the best car repair shops. After me, everybody started with their referral networks. So I was the very first one. It's not easy to get on my list. You can't be a, a doofus to get on my list. There's some geographical circles that I adhere to. But here's the most important part of my car repair, best car repair shops, than everybody else. If you have a dispute and an independent arbitrator determines that the shop should give you money or perform a repair and the shop doesn't, then I will, up to $5,000. So an independent arbiter, like would be from Better Business Bureau or something like that, it would be where the customer and the shop both talk to the arbitrator and he makes a decision. So remember, I got your back for $5,000. That's if the shop refuses. It's only happened once. I didn't actually remove the shop because at the last minute the shop decided to pony up some money and make the customer happy, and the customer was happy. He told me that. So that's what it's all about, the best car repair shops, and we already have a caller. Gil? That would be Henry. Henry, good morning. Good morning, sir. Good to talk to you again. Thank you. I have two points. Um, Last week you had said that if you change the size of the tire, that will affect the speedometer accuracy, correct? Yes, so on my 2006 Suzuki Bergman 650 scooter, I have the factory rim and tire, and the numbers are five off. I mentioned it with your SpeedBots app. And I went online, and I found out that there's a programming issue in the digital speedometer that causes it to have a five-mile-per-hour 
discrepancy. Yeah, that I mean that's happened before. It has nothing to do with the tires. I, I, I wanted by mentioning that I wanted to tell people that if they enhance or make the tire bigger, it's going to throw the speedometer off, or if they make it smaller, that was really. But in your particular case, that's happened to more than your vehicle, and you would just get a hold of the manufacturer's representative or the dealer here in town and ask them if they're willing to upgrade the software for your dashboard and your speedometer. Awesome, good. And have you ever heard of anyone trying to, I guess for lack of a better term, use a sting operation on an auto repair shop saying that there was something wrong and it wasn't or whatever and seeing if the shop would say, yeah, you're right, you do need a new one when they don't? Well, that's happened I don't know how many times. Um, there was a, a, a technical guy that was a former auto, sh- auto shop teacher, Jerry Rosenbluth, and um, he was a consultant to the industry like I am for police departments, insurance companies, plaintiffs and defendants, blah, blah, blah. And Jerry was involved in a lot of those. For me, because I'm a public person, I declined. But I think um, either in the past six months or in the future six months, there's someone out there that's going to be looking at us repair shops again. And the answer is yes. It's a easy sting to do. It's pretty easy to, <laughs> to figure out who the good guys and the bad guys are. And uh, oftentimes it's blatantly wrong. So they told you something, and it's blatantly wrong. So, yes, the answer is is I think those will continue through my life, and nobody knows when they're starting unless. And would, and would that qualify any of the shops on your list to be removed from your list after thorough investigation into it? Um, there's no question they would be suspended the minute I knew. And then I would wait until it was over with to determine who who the insurance companies or the authorities, and then I would make a final decision, but they would be suspended immediately. Thank you, sir, for everything you do. All right, Henry, thank you very much. 602-508-0960, And we got another caller. Who might that be? Hey, hello to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I'm I'm an 88-year-old fan. I have not missed a morning for five years, and I just love your show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I listen religiously every Saturday morning. I love it when you say, don't get your undies in the bundle. <laughs> I, I caught a lot of flack from that, Liz. <laughs> you did? Well, I'm telling you. My son and I listen to your show every every Saturday morning, and and there are things about your show that that we both love. But I am an ardent fan. If you have any more eighty eight year old fans, well, I'm the best. And you know what? I'm quite sure that you hold that position all by yourself. And th- you thank you so? for that. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm I. Um, I, I'll tell you what, I'll bet you $100 nobody can call in and prove <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> They've done that. And it's really a, a, it's a conglomeration of things. Your age, how long you've been listening to me, and you know a lot of the things that I say and do aren't necessarily completely welcomed by everybody. But, you know, I, I'm all, I've always been kind of the Dennis the Menace kind of person to which my mother and father said, we'll certainly come back to bite you. But so far, I'm, I still got my back pockets on my Levi's. So, Well, you are the high point of my Saturdays, Mark. I'll just, if that makes your day, good. 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to call in every once in a while when I get a car question about an old car. So I'll just say, oh, Elizabeth, you, you give me a call. In. Give me a call. I, I'll 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 be on your list. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. I don't much. promise to know the answer, but I can sure try. Well, you and I are going to be able to talk talk in a general sense because you have been in cars that most of us have never ridden in nor this driven. Is true. And so this you can talk about. When you were young and your father or your mother got their first car and how fast it went and how many times your dad broke down and he had to fix it right there, those are the kinds of things that many of us have never experienced. So um, I, I intend to do that, okay? Okay, thanks, Mark. Have a okay. great day. And same to you, ma'am. Whew. I don't think I'm ever going to live to be as long as Elizabeth, uh, my wife, says that she knows exactly how I'm going to die and it's going to be a bullet wound and... Um, the gun will be in her hand. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Who we got next? We have Jack. Jack, good morning. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much. Good. Uh, hey, I've got some interesting symptoms for you. Okay. I have a 2014 Avalon with about 75000 on it. And uh, during the last six months, maybe nine months, or something going on i think it's in the front end when i apply the brakes it doesn't happen the same all the time either it feels like a grabbing or a wobbling uh, when i brake. okay and in particular you know I, I don't know the symptoms are different today i drove it it had been raining so the roads were a little bit wet and the rotors the brakes everything was just smooth as can be Yesterday I drove it for about an hour on a on a little bit of a distance trip and it had all kinds of grabbing or wobbling or vibration in the front something like that. Do you have any idea what might be going on? Well, how do you tell me what you see, feel or hear that points you towards the front? I feel a vibration. There's a there's a vibration when I'm sitting there and I apply the brakes to slow down and it changes with speed. Okay. If I'm going, say, 70, and I apply the brakes, there's a, a very fast kind of wobble or, or vibration. And okay, it, but, and but hold on, down hold on. Stop, it changes. Are you feel, feeling this vibration in the seat of your pants, in your hands on the steering wheel? You see the rearview mirror vibrating? Tell me. Uh, good question. Okay. Uh, it, it's more of the seat of my pants. It's more of a feel. More of the seat of the pants, I'd say. Okay. Pay attention to that because that's going to help us isolate the front end or the back end. Um, okay. If, if you have a vibration in the front end, you're, there's there's no question. If you notice it, you're going to feel it in your feet or you're going to feel it in the steering wheel or you're going to see the rearview mirror vibrating. Now, the rearview mirror can vibrate with the rear problem as well, but the steering wheel is the real key here. So okay. can you – but you can't make it happen on demand – you just have to live with the intermittent part of it. Yeah, that's the really strange thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you do you have a garage that you like and have used in the past? Yeah, I do. Okay. It's not uncommon for a customer to come to us and say, "I've got this problem. It's intermittent." We have this technician named Eddie who's been with us for 32 years, and so far he hasn't wrecked a customer's car. He hasn't got a DUI in a customer's car. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He's a really good guy, and he lives 55 miles away. So oh, boy. <laughs> if you said to your shop, 
I've got this intermittent problem. I, I can describe under what conditions it sometimes happens and would it be or could it be or can I leave the car here and either you, Mr. Owner, or maybe the technician that's been with you a long time that has great diagnostic skills, could you guys take it home for a night and then decide if you find something? That's not uncommon. That's not oh, uncommon. Okay. So if right. here's what I hear you saying, though. You think it's in the back end and it starts with a brake application. Uh, I'm not well. Okay, I I'm trying to describe the symptoms best I can. I but it starts with a brake application. You're the okay, but well, what I'm saying is, is when you're driving down the road and you're listening to your wife, um, and and you're looking at the beauty of the earth, it doesn't happen there. It starts with a brake application. That's correct. Okay, yeah. that's important. Only, only when I brake. Okay, now, a physical inspection might be the appropriate thing, too. You say to them, I've got this vibration that's noticeable, that's intermittent. How much is a yeah. brake application? Now, here's what you could do. You say, okay. how much is a tire rotation? <laughs> and they go, they go $15. And you say, okay, while you got all the tires off, would you inspect the brakes? <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. Um, because uh, sometimes, you know, we're on a brake inspection, then you go, okay, it's 25 bucks. And sometimes they go, um, how much is a tire rotation? You say, 1850 And then they go, okay, you're right there. The tires are off. Would you give my brakes a, a close inspection? <laughs> and and okay. there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that you need to know that that's – now they may say, hey, a brake and a, an a alignment's are both, you know, 25 bucks. I'll do both of them at yeah. the same, and really, it's 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 nothing more than three or four or five minutes of your time to do a brake inspection. So it's it's no real big deal. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for calling. Um, brake issue. I'm gonna write that on my law. Okay. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. When we come back, I'm gonna tell you a story. It's about a guy who went to a shop, and then he calls me. And then you're going to, well, I'll tell you the answer in a minute. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? 
I'm Terry Gilbert. Each day I write and deliver Terry's Take on the topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day. Every morning at 7.04 a.m., every evening at 6.04 p.m. Get a fresh take every day on air, past takes every day online. 7.04 a.m., 6.04 p.m., and more than 500 takes at 960 The Patriot. Terry's Take is sponsored by Modern Round, Upscale Lounge, and Eatery. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and Every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude. And our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. Okie dokie. Auto Dynamics is Sun City's largest and, and very trusted source for complete auto repair. I've known Chuck since 1970. He's the owner. He's still in business. He's still a good guy. And his son, Derek, the second generation, just like my kids, are part of the future. So if you're in Sun City and you're looking for a garage, then I'd like to suggest Automotive Dynamics where they're not paid, the technicians aren't paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill. So therefore, Derek says, there's no possibility that they're going to sell you unnecessary parts or repairs. So Auto Dynamics, north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Okay, if I had a drum roll, I'd do it. Guy writes down, I have a 2000 Lexus RX350 with 93,000 miles. The air conditioning blows cold, but it... It goes about four to six to eight months, and then it blows warm, and then I go have it recharged. So about 3,000 miles every 4,000 miles, somewhere around there, it goes from cold to hot. Um, the repair shop can't find a leak. They, they said I need a new condenser for $1,800. They claim they have to tear the dashboard to reach the condensers. This seems goofy. Uh and then he says, is this likely to be a bad condenser? Do you really have to tear out the dash? Should it cost 1800 Can you recommend a shop? Okay, let's start at the beginning. We have an air conditioning leak somewhere. The shop can't find it. Now, I want to change the verbiage here because the condenser is not in the dashboard. It's the evaporator. So there's two components. The condenser is in front of the radiator, and the evaporator is the ice box underneath your dash on the passenger side. So we're going to talk about the evaporator because that's what the customer really meant, um, and the, the under-the-dash stuff is helps me identify that. So this is what I tell him. I say, isn't it ironic that they can't find the leak, but they're sure it's in the most expensive place you can possibly go into. To go into the dashboard, behind the dashboard on the passenger side, on many new cars, front seats are come out, the console comes out, the steering column comes out or is dropped down and disconnected. Then the dashboard from the left side to the right side comes out. 
that's a lot of labor. You better make sure you have a technician that can find all the screws and put them all back where they went because it's a real sin to start off with 41 screws and then end up with three. That's a bad deal. So they've decided that they have to tear out the dashboard because it only can be the evaporator. It can't be a Schrader valve. It can't be a connection. It can't be the nose seal on the compressor. It can't be at the condenser, either one of the two fittings. It can't be here. It can't be there. It has to be behind the dash. Folks, Elizabeth, if you're paying attention, that really wads up my underwear. How convenient. Now, two possibilities. The shop doesn't have the skills to do it, so they think it's there. Or they really know it's over here and it's real easy, but we're going to do that. So there's two possibilities, and I don't know which it is. So I said to him, we have the ability to find it with with dye. So we put dye in the refrigeration system. We have you go drive it for a couple days. Then you bring it back. We put on these funky glasses, and we have this light, and we look. Now, some of us use orange dye and green dye and purple dye. Who cares? We're going to look for the color. So we're going to start at the air conditioning compressor and do the nose and the back of the connections. Then we're going to follow the lines all the way to the evaporator, which is under the dash. Then the evaporator has a line that goes to the condenser. We're going to check that. We're going to check the condenser, and then we're going to check back to the the uh, back of the compressor. We'll find it somewhere. We're going to check both the system connections where we add refrigerant, because those will leak. So we're going to do all of that. Now, it's true that we can't see the evaporator, but we can go up through the bottom, and there's a drain. And you've all seen it, because it, it drains cold water in the winter or in the summertime. So we'll go up in the drain. We'll still put dye in it, but we'll go up in the drain, and we'll look around and see if we can see. And see, when you have a refrigeration leak underneath the dash, behind the driver or the passenger side, it's going to gather up dirt. So it's an oil-based refrigerant. So there's going to be some dirt around there. Now, if we decide to do it, sometimes we can just shoot some water into one of the vents. Of course, we're going to do our best to make sure it doesn't go over the passenger side floorboard. But we're going to, on the other end, we're going to have a towel, and we shoot a little water in there, and then we have the towel, and then we shine the light on it, and it's full of dye. Well, bingo, bingo. But I just object to the idea that... It can only be the most expensive repair because we can't find it. That's kind of like saying we've looked at 20 places and we can't find it, but we have to know it's air condenser or the evaporator and it's 1800 bucks. I don't buy that. So I told him to go someplace else. He, there has to be somebody out there that has better skills than those people. We can check the evaporator, and a lot of times, like we pulled one out. If you go to Instagram and look at Salem Boys Auto, we pulled one out the other day of the dash, and you can see the cars apart. And we shine the light on it, and the thing's like lime green. <laughs> well, there's no question. We just got it. When I talk to my techs, probably one out of every hundred leaks, air conditioning Freon leaks, is actually the evaporator behind the glove box. Now, it could be a fitting to the evaporator, but those fittings are in front of the firewall. So they're in the engine compartment 99% of the time. So when you look at the big picture, at my shop, you got 1 in 10 or 1 in 100 <laughs> chance that it's going to be the evaporator. Now, it is true that the air conditioning compressor is going to be kind of expensive, but really and truly, this is just... Oh, the doctor says, 
I can't find what's wrong with you, but I want to saw the top of your head off and look in your brain, and that is going to be the most expensive uh, procedure we'll use. Come on. So, all righty, my panties are no longer watered up, Elizabeth. Uh, and who might we have right now? We have Pete. Pete, good morning. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Thank you, thank you. Good. I have a question for you. Um, I know that oils like uh, Mobile One, uh, Castrol Edge, and Royal Purple, they're all racing oils. But is it okay if you use those in a normal application for possibly longer engine life, better performance? Um <clears throat> No. No, it's not a good idea for you to assume those marketing strategies because, first of all, you're not racing your car, and the oil temperature when you're racing the car is much higher, and the lubricity is more, much more important, and, and the ability to carry the metal away and have it go through the filter, that's kind of important. So this is kind of a good-feel oil. And you okay. said it at the very, and I'm not, just please don't, I'm not making fun of you, but it's right. the, it's the, oh, my car's going to love me more if I use a racing oil, or my car's going to last longer. Nothing is further from the truth. Now, okay. let's pretend like engine oil has a 1 to 10 range. The racing oils are certainly 8s, conventional, or the regular oils in the middle, and then there's some cheap junk out there that would be 2 or a 3. Yeah, less than 5 you probably won't get the life, and you may have some problems that that were contributed or caused by cheap oil. But using okay. using racing oil um, is, and for the two reasons you said, longer life and better performance, no. The answer is no. If you want to do something fast, take all the weight out of your car and all your wife's case of beer in the trunk, and it'll run better. <laughs> okay? okay. Oh, you're right. I, I, I just bought a, a new uh, Silverado, and uh, Chevy recommends, of course, AC Delco, full synthetic. Right. And I, I, just, I just was wondering if that's the best oil I can use for the truck. Um, it, the Dexos, that's called a Dexos. Right, um, right. You can, any weight that's in synthetic is as good as that one or even better. So I, I am of the opinion that the reason they want you to use their oil is because they want that three or four or five or $8,000 shot at you or mile, miles shot at you. So let's bring them back in. And let's say that we have the own oil that will work in their car. That way we get to look at the tire rotations and the brakes and all that stuff. And we'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Finally, here's the inside story of how the deep state went after President Trump in a new book entitled Above the Law. This is Matt Whitaker, former acting United States Attorney General. My new book, Above the Law, is a firsthand account of how former FBI Chief James Comey and top officials in the Justice Department worked against President Trump. 
In my book, I explain how the double standards were applied to President Trump and his allies by the mainstream media to achieve its goals. And you'll learn how the Mueller investigation was able to produce a massive report for the purpose of political subversion, in spite of the fact that there was no evidence of wrongdoing by the president or his campaign. I also include my thoughts on how we ensure that this never happens again to another president or American citizen. It was an honor of a lifetime to serve this administration. In my book, you'll read why I encourage everyone to say yes to the call of public service. Get an up-close and personal perspective on Obamagate from inside the Justice Department. Read Above the Law, the eye-opening new book by Matthew Whitaker, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do when you listen to 960 the patriot we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth and we'll prefer clarity over agreement right this is what our radio station is all about and as long as you're there to listen to us we'll be here for you please tell your friends about it absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station intelligent talk 960 the patriot all about that theme and all the mobile Well, thank you for coming back. The lines are open, 602-508-0960. If you have a particular car problem where every time you open up the glove box, the driver's side window drops down, it's a good idea to find somebody who's kind of extra special about your car. Not necessarily, but it's a good idea. If you have a diesel and every time you get in and you start it, then your radio comes on and it pulls, blows pink smoke, then Strictly Diesel would be a great place to go. They sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. They do a really good job with service repair. They work on both foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. But Nate will also do your car oil changes and tire rotations and stuff like that. So he wants to be both, but he's really good, and that's why the name of it is Strictly Diesel. Okay, we were talking about the uh, this fancy oil. There's a there's a law out there. It's called the Magnuson Moss Act, and it got started because many of the vacuum cleaners 
people back in the 60s and 70s said you had to use their bags in the vacuum cleaners. Well, the Magnuson Moss Act says that if you have to use their products, they have to provide them for free. So when you have an engine or you have a car you bought and the dealer has a special magic oil made from the urine of elephants and you have to use that, then they have to provide it. The fact of the matter is, is they tell you you need to use their oil, but really and truly, ask them, well, if I don't use the oil, does that void my warranty? If I use a like oil of a different brand, like Mobile, Shell, Phillips 66, Chevron? And the answer is no. It's not going to affect your warranty. So it's a good idea. You see, the, all of us in the auto repair industry, we have what we call RCOs, reoccurring sales opportunities. <laughs> And the fact of the matter is, it's called an oil change. So when you come in, we get to do your oil change, but we also need to look over your car. And I would say 85% of us play that, play it by the rules, and we're supposed to tell you what you'll need in the future and what you need right now, and the prices of both. And that's what you really want is, is an oil change is not an LOF, lube oil filter. It's an inspection that you happen to change the oil at. So it's just an inspection, and that's an important consideration, just an inspection. So I don't put Dexos oils in my Chevrolets. Um, I use a good quality Chevron oil. And when they came out with Dexos, they just add um, effectively what would drip off the end of one of your hairs if you happen to put water in it. They put like a, a tenth of a drop of something special in there, and then they can call it whatever they want. The fact of the matter is is that there's only poor places that make oil, and that's Mobile Shell, Phillips 66, and Chevron. They purchase, they make everything else, and they just put it in a bunch of different bottles. That's all there is to it. So just be careful and ask the right questions. So if you have to use the oil, then um, I think you have to pay, for, or you guys have to provide it for free. But just remember, Magnuson Moss Act. Most attorneys know what that is anyway. And, of course, ter- attorneys aren't um, the smartest tool in the drawer because they don't listen to the car show on Saturdays <laughs> between 10 and <laughs> um, But there are some attorneys that are pretty good guys. There's a repair shop in Mesa called Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. He's a good guy. He's been around a long time, but more important, they're like the second or third generation of their respective families. So they're at the they're on Main Street just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma are the salt of the earth, and when you meet them, you'll understand why Mark Salem thinks that they're the best shop in Mesa. Now, there's other shops in Mesa. Some of them have applied and couldn't make the grade. Some of them hadn't been in business long enough. Some of them had some bad reviews. So there's reasons why we typically say thanks but no thanks. But we also don't put a bunch of shops on top of one another either, so we give them kind of an exclusive area. Well, Thompson's is on Main Street in Stapley, just east of Stapley, and they're they're there for a reason, and they're a good shop. And, Gil, what else did you say to me? Oh, a minute and a half. He's just kind of warning me about um, if I hit my my brakes. But, see, let me tell you a secret. I have to hit the bottom of the hour, the 30 brake, on the button. I can't do it at 29.45 because Gil uses bad words when I do that because he has this little computer in front of him. And so when it goes... It goes 58, 59, 60. He has to push a button, okay? So if I miss that, then 
and then on the top of the hour it's 58.50. So 58 minutes after the hour and 50 seconds after the hour, um, that 58.50, I have to be out. And if I keep talking, you'll hear me talk, but then you'll hear me cut off because Gil is is got to keep all the the uh, brains happy. But the 20 mark and the 40 mark are kind of flexible. So Gil knows that I may hit those, but I may be three or four minutes one way or the other, and really no one cares. So it's now 39.42, and I'm going to walk you to the 40 mark. So look at your clocks, and when I get there, you better change your your time. So 51, 52, 53, 54, get ready. It's going to change 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you ever felt like you were living a life meant for someone else? If you're sick and tired of living a life that feels like a prison sentence, and you're willing to entertain the idea that there's more out there for you, then tune in to the Think, React, Lead Show, Sundays at 1 p.m. Follow keynote speaker, best-selling author, and CEO, Dom Falset. Each week, he pushes you past your limiting beliefs for increased success. It's the Think, React, Lead Show, Sundays at 1 p.m. on 960 The Patriot. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until wait. Don't too. Don't, Don't wait, wait until, until it's, it's too, too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you. And we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. 
If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. I am proud to be a member. I am proud to protect our Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Well, I'm remiss in not giving the phone number out. 602-508-0960. We're at 9.60 a.m., so 602-508-0960. We have one line of, well, we have one taken by Jody, and then we have four available. So if you want to give us a call, now's the time. Jody, you're up first. Well, you are remiss. I had to go online and look up the phone number, even though, <laughs> I've, even though I've listened to your show for decades. Jody, uh, let me, let's put the blame where it deserves to be, okay? My director and my engineer is Gil. He's the one that's flying the plane. I'm sitting in the first class section just kind of, you know, no one knows what I'm wearing just because I could have my pajamas on. But it's his fault. Cut and dried, it's his fault. So I'm sorry on behalf of Gil. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I recently acquired from my uncle as a gift before he passed away a car that he loved, a 92 Lexus SC300. Uh, which is a neat old car, but mm-hmm. it's old, and it's got a few issues. The inside door handle on the passenger door, the rod came disconnected from the handle itself. Piece of cake. And, no, yeah, I thought so too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rod has dropped down. It's still connected. There's a there's a box there, the, ca- the cable-operated door handle. You know, the cables go to this box at the latch, uh, you know, the latch that uh, goes to the striker. Okay. And I I can't, you know, I got to it, I unscrewed the latch, but it's behind the window track. I can't get the track out of the way uh, to get the box out of there to try to flip that rod back up. It's stuck hanging upside down, and I don't know if it's disconnected on the inside. I can't get the cover off because it's behind the, window track and i've decided i need professional help now i am a customer of your shop and i wanted to know is this the kind of thing your guys would be best at or should do you have do you think maybe a body shop would be better suited for this job and can you recommend someone um you know i i think sir i can tell you certainly a body shop with a seasoned gray hair technician probably has replace the guts of of a door like this before it's not uncommon for us to have to move stuff in order to make the job easy that's not uncommon at all so if we have to take the window glass and the regulator out to get this stupid lock rod to act together then that's what has to happen yeah the uh the screw that is in the way of holding that piece of track end down at the bottom 
is completely stripped out. It would probably have to be drilled out and replaced. I think it's a screw. It may be a rivet. Okay. Uh, it's hard to tell at this point. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, this isn't on a 1 to 10 scale. This might be a 5. It's mm-hmm. not the most difficult thing. The, I, virtually every one of my guys, except the young man that does our oil changes, could probably, well, I mean, I know could handle this. Um, if you're a customer of mine, I'm going to give you a 50% discount on our $400 an hour labor rate. Is that okay? No. <laughs> it, it was 122 I think, last time I brought my Avalon in there. I know, I know. I think we've gone up, but I'm not sure. But the kids handle that, and it's based on the geographical. Andy, my daughter, surveys everybody around us in a five-mile radius. Right. And right. we then take the average plus a tad. So if the average is 130, then we'll go to 131 or 132. So we're not the highest dog, we're not the lowest dog, but we're right there at 60%, which is what we think we are So, with respect to, to that. So the answer is yes. As far as an estimate's concerned, there's books that we look at to replace the guts of a, of a, of a door, and they would probably mm-hmm. bid that. They don't know until we get in there what we need, but we've made rods before. We have plastic clips. We have a lot of that kind of stuff, so it shouldn't be that difficult for us to, well, the, to figure yeah, out. Yeah, the rod, the rod is there. It's- the plastic clip where it hooks into the handle is half of it is uh, okay. gone. So. Okay, and see, a lot of times if the clip isn't there, and 99% of the time we can find a clip for it, then we just drill a hole through the rod, put a washer on there, and put a cotter pin on there, and we're done. So it's, mm-hmm. like I said, it's just, wait. Though the kinds of things that scare you don't scare us at all. So, and, and, and depending on your, you know, you can, you can call around and just say to them, I need you to, to reattach the lock rod and, and tell me what kind of, uh, labor it is. Most all of us are just going to do the window regulator. We're going to bid the window regulator because in our labor stuff, it doesn't have lock rod. So you say, right. okay, well, you got to pull the regulator out of it. And then that window comes with it. So that's what yeah. I would do. Okay. But your shop is closed today, correct? Um, yeah, I'm, I know we can ca- we can take care of this if you're my customer. I know we can take care of it, but I want you to make the decision what's best for you. So if you live clear across town, there might be a better shop and go to MarkSalem.com and look at our best car repair. But if you're within a mile or two or in Ahwatukee or you're south of the 60 in Tempe, then I think we're a pretty good shop. Yeah, I'm just north of the 60, 10, okay. 10 piece, southern, southern in the 101. Yeah, so I'm I, not gonna... I've been using you for the last few years. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully we haven't let you down, and if we do, then you can email me or you can talk to my daughter, Andy, who's really in charge, and she knows more about cars than most of the guys that work for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I'm pretty proud Andy. of her. <laughs> and she has a BS meter that, like, nobody else has. So she's just really, really good with the old BS meter. So if she goes outside and says, um, Mr. Jones says that uh, the brake lights don't work anymore, and he says, oh, well, that's not my fault. And she says, you were just under the dash next to the brake pedal. The switch is right there, too. You were in that general vicinity, and now all of a sudden the brake lights don't work, and it's not your fault, and you know that. Well, I'm not going to buy that. No one knows whose fault it is till we get it fixed. And I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to have John do the repair. And if it's if it is your fault, then we're going to back charge you that amount. And if it's not your fault, then the customer will pay for it. So that's kind of she's got that kind of ability. And the guys respect her. And frankly, she only uses she has a bark and then a bite, and it happens once a year. And it usually happens to the same tech. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And, oh, you want me to take another call oh, now, sure. huh? Okay, well, go ahead. All right, it's Bobby. Bobby, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, I had a question about that synthetic oil that says on it that it's made from natural gas. Do you know anything about that? No, but they use natural gas to make most oil. It's during the process of creating the oil. So, yeah, it's it's no big deal. Because I think it's Chevron. It's yeah. Big, on the bottle, that they make a big point of made from natural gas. Okay. Well, I, I pour Chevron, um, hundreds and hundreds of gallons of Chevron, and I'm not going to soft pedal because you said it's Chevron, but they all have these marketing strategies that are made by some pinhead college graduate who's never sold anything in his life, and he's going to write up that says, our oil has been filtered by four baby diapers, so we can guarantee that we're not going to have any poop in our oil. This is the kind of marketing strategy they all have, and they talk about that they're better than everybody else, but in reality, on blind tests, we, we know that they aren't. It's really a matter of the relationship between the shop and the vendor. That's what's really important. So if we do have a problem with an oil-related issue, I know Chevron's going to stand up and say, let's get some oil out of it, let's have it analyzed, and let's see if we screwed up or Mark screwed up. Maybe Mark put the wrong oil in it, which never happens. I don't make mistakes. Nevertheless, that's Ah. the relationship that's important. (laughs) I was wondering wondering how how they could condensed gas into oil. You know, I don't think so. I think natural gas is used in the process of, and natural gas does burn a whole lot better than lighter fluid, and using oil to create heat. So natural gas might very well be, and I'm just guessing here, but somebody will correct me and I'll have the answer next week. But I think natural gas is just creating the perception, oh, maybe it's an environmental position where they're using that as, hey, we're green. Okay, well, you're making engine oil, and so you want me to believe now you're green. (laughs) That's not normally the case, but I don't have an answer for you. But I will next week, I promise. All right, thank you very much. All righty. Oh, boy, natural gas. And just a minute, Gil, just a minute. Gas used in oil, oil manufacturing. All right, who's next? That would be Steve. Uh, Steve, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. Uh, appreciate your show and your information. Need your help. I've got a 2008 uh, Equinox, about 80,000 miles, and occasionally when I turn off the car, the key is stuck in the ignition and won't come out. And tried multiple things, uh, looked at the owner's manual, and they instructed to make sure your tires are straight, and uh, uh, it still won't come out. And this is during daylight hours. And then at night, I have a spare key, which I can lock the door, and there's still a key in the ignition. But then at night, the auto, the lights automatically turn on, and I need to go out and uh, and then able to turn the lights off with the, the light switch you know, on, uh, on the steering wheel. But this, this happens very sporadically, maybe it's, you know, once uh, a month for the last couple of months. And, uh, it's okay, does it happen at home? When you park it yeah. at home, does it happen? Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the number one cause of this is just we have a load on the steering wheel. So what I want you to do is, is next time you're going to shut it off, I want you to pull forward. I want you to apply the parking brake before you do anything else. Then let go of the parking brake, 
put it in park and take the steering wheel now and so you're still running and you've applied the parking brake we've unloaded the car otherwise it's in a neutral position your hands on the steering wheel and then you're going to reach over and you're going to turn the key off and if it sticks I want you to wiggle the top of your hand at 12 o'clock on the steering wheel just a little left and a little right while you maintain some semblance of pressure on the ignition switch so and see what happens is is on some cars when you turn the steering wheel left or right it kind of locks up the key so you have to wiggle the steering wheel and then the key comes right out that's that's 50-50. I'm 50-50 on that guess. The second one would be is we put a new lock cylinder in the steering column and that and you're done. We're going to give you new keys with that lock cylinder, but we just take the steering column apart, replace the lock cylinder. But we have to verify it's the lock cylinder or it's the ignition switch because they're two different places. The lock cylinder is where the key goes, but then typically there's a mechanical something that goes to the ignition switch, which then goes into the crank mode and the run mode. So there's a bunch going on here, but to be honest with you, I think I have a 50-50 chance if you'll just kind of rock that steering wheel and then turn the key off. I think you'll say, oh, rocking the steering wheel is fine. If that's the case, then just figure out a way to park that's better. I remember one lady, she'd pull into her driveway, and it was a circular one, and it was also uphill. So she'd pull into her driveway, she'd turn right, she'd go uphill, She'd put it in park, and then she couldn't get the key out. I said, go to the other side of the hill because <laughs> you're going up on the driveway this side. Go on the downside and see what happens. She says, it's still the same. I said, okay, now I want you to stop at the crown of the driveway, and I just kind of want you to wiggle the steering wheel, then shut it off, take your key out. She says, that works every time. Okay, it's just the environment that was causing her problem. I can't fix it. All I can do is tell her what I think it is. And I think her and I together figured that out. So it's not uncommon. I can tell you right now, I have a couple of big trucks I park up at our horse property on a slope. And it's not uncommon for me to have that same problem where I can't get it out of park. So then what I do is I, I come to a stop. I'm facing downhill. I set the parking brake first, and then I put it into park, and everything's fine when I come back out. It's just a matter of there's a load on all of these things that are help keeping them tight. And if you release the load, then all these teeth are just real loose with one another, and that's what happens. 602-508-0960. We have another hour of fun and frivolity. And if you have a car question or car problem, then now's the time to get in. We're going to be back at about three minutes after the top of the hour. So by the time I get done, it's going to be about four and a half, five minutes. So you might have to wait a little while, but then again, who cares? What you do is you call and you give me your make and model of the car and how many miles, is, and then you describe the symptoms. This is what it's doing. What do you think it is? And then I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to say left, right, up, down, Sunday morning, Friday afternoons, that kind of stuff. So we have this dialogue back and forth. That's the most important part of diagnosing a car is face-to-face -face time with the customer. Or, if the customer will agree, taking a ride with the customer and letting the customer demonstrate the problem demonstrate the noise, demonstrate the vibration, demonstrate that the air conditioning is ice cold, then it goes hot, and then it comes back ice cold. Those are the kinds of things. And please be prepared to have your, ask, have your shop ask you to do that. So the question is, can you duplicate the problem? The answer is either yes or no. 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. This is the Patriot KKNT at 960 on your AM dial. We'll be back in a minute. 